Head to our Discord if you want to ask the Infendo crew a question for the question block. You can get there by going to infendo.com. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode 674. We've got a show for you tonight. We're going to talk about video games, if you can believe it. Um, We had a Direct, a Nintendo Direct, kind of, a Pokemon Direct, basically the same thing. Uh, And that happened mid-last week, so we're going to discuss that at length and, uh, you know, have a big old conversation. But before that, uh, how are you both doing, my lovely co-hosts? I've got Eugene and I've got Justin here with me tonight in the studio. Uh, Eugene, how are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? Oh, thank you for asking, Lucas. I'm doing mighty fine. Um, The people can find me... In front of my 3D printer, printing a bunch of weird stuff like this uh, cat tag I made for um, this stray cat that we've been feeding for the last two weeks that I'm going to put a, a tag on to see if it has a home. Um, but other than that, you can go to Infendo.com and, uh, you know, do the things there. It's actually working these days. Like, go figure. So, uh, yeah. Lucas, I, I, I want to ask you, how are you doing and where can people find you? Oh my gosh, well thank you so much for asking, Eugene. I'm doing well. The people can find me at my YouTube channel, which is LucasBeast. Um, I've been uploading a series. I actually forgot to upload today, but it's okay. I forgot to upload last week's Infendo, too, so I'm behind on everything. Um, I've been uploading a series on Donkey Kong Country 3 that I've been playing with Steve. We've got three episodes up so far. Uh, gotta get with him soon, actually, because we gotta get more footage. I am running low, but we've been playing that together, and it's been fun. Um, also, kind of, I guess, random plug, since we're talking about places you can find me. If you want to check out some of the stuff I've been doing that isn't video game related, I have a website, lucaspeace.com. Um, it's really more of a portfolio site for like prospective employers and stuff, but it's got a bunch of like 3D models and stuff, and I'm kind of proud of them. So go check that out and, you know, see how that goes and give me a job. All that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Justin, how you doing tonight? And uh, where can the people find you? Oh, uh, well, I am doing okay. Uh, I have my caffeine early tonight, so I'm high energy for tonight's show. Um, you can find me Damn, on Damn, I should have got me some coffee. Bendo- uh yeah actually it's hidden behind my microphone um what was i saying twitter at infendo justin um and uh i'm you can go to the disneyparkbench.com uh i'm starting to produce content for that again i know it's been kind of a long hiatus but uh hopefully gonna have some new blogs and reviews and stuff going up this month so uh the disneyparkbench.com check that out nice all right, well, like I said, we got a show for you tonight. It was a Pokemon Direct last week. Um, I was watching it. Steve was watching it. Eugene was watching part of it. Justin was doing something else. So we're going to talk about that and, and, and all, everything, that, everything that no, came out of it. It was early. I wasn't even working then. I was it making was coffee. Early. That I, I woke that up. I must have been sleeping. Okay, I woke up to a message from Steve. Now, I wake up at like, you know, 10 in the afternoon, so it's not like, you know, that that early. But I woke up, and I get a message from Steve immediately. Don't get spoiled. Watch the Direct. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess I better watch this Direct then. So after bugging him for a link, I checked it out. And um, I got to say, the first 35 minutes were kind of boring. Like, it was like a 45-minute <laughs> Direct, and not a lot of good stuff that came out of it. But the ending was cool. 
Um, we got an announcement. I think we got an announcement for Pokemon Go, right? They introduced a new Pokemon, yep. or at least a new form of a Pokemon that's been in the new game. Gimme Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that how you pronounce that? Know, yeah, gimme Google. I was wondering. Uh, Thank you. So he's a little he's a little money Pokemon, like he's a money ghost, and he goes around the world of Paldia collecting coins and putting them in treasure chests. So you don't have but, to. But this collecting every coin, so you don't have to. That's right, Eugene. But um good work. Proud of you, buddy. But the um, the form of him that isn't in a treasure chest has never been available in the games before. You can interact with him, but he'll just give you a coin and disappear into the wild. That's because they've been saving him for Pokemon Go, and now he's available. So if you're one of those people who's obsessively collecting every Pokemon, Steve, then this is your chance to get them. So <laughs> my my wife was like, since when does Steve play Pokemon Go again? He just sent me a gift tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, now you know why. Yeah. So that's a thing. And um, they also announced kind of a cool thing, actually. In Scarlet and Violet, you know the Pokemon Vivalon, the uh, the butterfly that came out like three generations ago that has all the different forms based on you know where in the in the world you caught it and everything. Mm-hmm. So in the original, San Diego. So in the original <laughs> game, this is actually kind of fun. Back in in the Pokemon like DS game that he was in X and Y, the he literally had a form based on your personal location. So if you were playing in North America, you got like the city form, and if you were playing in South America, you got like the it wasn't the desert form. It was something like that. And, and every area had like a different form. There were like 25 of them to collect all in all. Um, now in Pokemon Go, you you know those postcards that you send to people when you do like friend stuff? That will um, be a way to alter their form that you can then transfer into Scarlet and Violet. And that's how you get new versions of Vivalon in the main games again. So that's kind of cool for any like hardcore collectors out there. I went through a phase with that actually back in X and Y. I was like trading on the gts like i was like i'll give you a legendary pokemon for your brazilian exclusive you know, i totally some of them, like, remember that yeah yeah it was it was a fun like month and a half of collecting like it was the most fun i've ever had i think with like a side project in pokemon and there were some that were really hard to get like there was one that you could like only get that was in like the philippines and nowhere else kind of stuff and you know so finding all these things was always a challenge and now it's going to be even more of a challenge because now you got to get these freaking postcards from friends so you know people are going to going to be doing like internet message boards and stuff to to connect and collect and all that crap but i don't know you're the pokemon go guy eugene what do you think anything exciting for you or yeah it's funny you mentioned the Vivillion thing because that started in pokemon go like a about a week or two ago actually so mm-hmm. the way that it works in pokemon go to get that is uh what's the bug form of Vivillion? i can never remember the um the first form. Uh, like the the baby form um spupa i think yeah so how it works in pokemon go is um when people send you gifts um right um you can you can you know, get a postcard from it and you can save those postcards now. Yeah. And if you save a postcard, then one of those bug Pokemon has a, a, you know, a chance of popping up in your game. And then depending Mm -hmm. on where that postcard was sent. So like I have a bunch of friends, thank you Infendo radio from all over the world. Um, so like I'm getting all of these bug Pokemon with all these beautiful pavilions because like I'm getting all these gifts from all over the world. So it's, yeah, it's really cool that they're doing it that way. And then, you know, like Lucas mentioned now, the way that you get your ghoul dude, whatever his name is, is you, uh, send a postcard 
to the Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And I haven't picked that game up in a long time, but I have now because I have a reason Jeez. to play Pokemon Go. Isn't that terrible? But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been, I, I, I play that game pretty have much every day now. Have you playing Pokemon Go? No, but now he has another reason to play it connected to another <laughs> no, game. I, no, no, no. I, maybe you misunderstood me. I stopped playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but now I am playing it again because of this connection of Pokemon Go. And you'll hear about that a little gotcha. bit and change the system. Um, but, man, no, I am loving this uh, integration, honestly. It's pretty cool. It's it's pretty creative, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. And they... They've done a lot more with Pokemon Go than I ever thought they were going to. Like, I always thought it was going to just kind of be like, okay, here's this app where I can play Pokemon kind of thing. And just the fact that, like, I can catch things that I can then keep in, like, what, you know, your main game and my main game differ, obviously. But in, in my main game and, like, Scarlet and Violet and stuff, like, that's cool. That means a lot, you know, that I can I can get, like, a shiny and have it be something important to me, you know, like, that feels good. I I like it. Unfortunately, this um, Jirachi event is kicking my butt. It is. I'm going to be doing this for years. I've just committed to the fact that this is something I'm not getting until like 2026, you know, because it's it's hard. It's really hard. You got to do all these catches. There's all these conditions and stuff. And I'm just I'm not that into Pokemon Go, you know, like when I'm out walking around, I'd rather be playing RuneScape than Pokemon Go. So it's going to be a rough right. one. But someday... Shiny Jirachi, you will be mine. <laughs> well, um, if nobody has any more makes Pokemon me, Go... It makes me long for the days of uh, Game Genie and Game Shark. Where you, no, yeah, I, really. I, you know, I want to talk a little bit Pokemon more. You wanted. I want to talk a yeah. little bit more Pokemon Go. Uh, just that device that um, some oh, of yeah. us may have the, purchased. Uh, what is that? The Pokeball Plus Plus? Is that what they're calling it? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Stupid name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys are going to have to help me out because I kind of zoned out a little bit during it. I know that it's a device, that it's a gotcha device that lets you catch Pokemon automatically. I know that we already had that with the Pokeball Plus. I know I had a Pokeball Plus. I used it like two times because, frankly, unlike you, Eugene, I, I find it kind of boring. Like, I'd rather Do open up the app mm -hmm. and throw the balls. And, and it's not like a, like a, I like things challenging. It's like, I, I just find it boring just pressing a button when it lights up. Like, I'd rather see the images see? on the screen and stuff. See, it was great for me because it came out during a time when I was working at Walmart. So mm -hmm. I could wear it on my hip. And while I'm walking around the store, if a Pokemon, you know, popped Click. up near me, I could just press the button and catch it and then, you know, mm -hmm. worry about it later. So, yeah. so uh, but here's, yeah, since I don't do a whole lot of walking around anymore. <laughs> here's the difference between the Pokemon... Go, oh my god there's three there's basically three devices right so there's the there's the original the pokemon go plus there's the pokeball plus and now there's the pokemon go plus plus okay you're still with me yeah. uh, so the pokemon Which is the one i bought <laughs> The Pokemon, the Pokemon I bought something Go. today. It was the Pokemon Go Plus. Do you have the Plus. ball, like the actual Pokeball? Okay. That was the one that came with... I have with, the Pokeball um, like the, from yeah. a few years ago, and I just bought that, something today because Steve... That's the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Plus, Plus. okay. Yeah, so, the Pokeball was the one that came with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Man, we need to charge a charge admission to this one. So oh, okay. um, the Pokemon, so Pokemon Go, Go Plus. The word plus and then the symbol plus. That's, that's fun. <laughs> sure, because that plays in an audio episode. Um, the Pokemon <laughs> Go Plus 
is the original. That one, you actually had to push the button, yep. right, for it to, like, do the things. So it didn't yep. have, like, any of the, you know, the auto-spinning or auto-catching or anything like that. The Polka Ball Plus, I think that one had a little bit of automations in that. I don't know, because I don't have I that don't one, actually. I think it the, did, the, actually, because I remember yeah, you having had to, to click press it the button every time. Do. do you actually have yeah. to push the button on that one? Okay, so, yeah. so that one's basically the same thing. It just looks cooler, I guess, right? Um, the new one, though, that one has the automation. So it's, it has the auto-spin. It also has the auto-catch. But what's interesting to me, because I already have a like a just a gotcha device, you know, like yeah. I was going to say, this sounds like something you already had. Yeah, I already have that, basically. But what interests me is that this device, it looks like you're and I don't know if they're going to introduce it to the others, but it sounds like you're going to be able to not only use your red balls, you know, the standard pokeballs. But you'll be able to switch between oh, yeah. the great balls and the great ultra ball balls. And ultra ball, because, yeah. like, the device that I have and all the other ones, they only use your Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. So if you run out of Pokeballs, you know, you're kind of screwed. You can't really use the, the auto catcher device type of thing. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the difference between this one. And the, this one also it, it has the Pokemon Sleep. So, like, you can, oh. you know. Well, not only that, I think I remember seeing this one's compatible with two versions of the game, too. So, like, you and Heather could both use one device to catch all your oh, stuff. Oh, I didn't know I about that. I think I remember seeing that. I, I, I don't think I was dreaming when I saw, yeah, it's compatible with two versions of, you know. Well, and see, that's stuff. what this thing does. That's what yeah. the thing that I bought does. It does, uh, so, like, I can have Heather's and myself connected simultaneously. If the one that, um, go, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think what they saw is that there were better versions of this on, like, the third-party market, mm-hmm. and they said, screw it, we'll just get... Because they basically conceded and said, fine, you don't have to play the game. The game will just play itself while you're out on a walk, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But but I think they realized that there's just other people making money off of this, so they decided, why not? It'd be like if they all of a sudden came out with, like, little amiibo cards for Animal Crossing instead of having to, like, buy a blind bag kind of thing, you know? Like, there's, there's always right. going to be people out there that are financing it, so let's just make the best version we can in-house and sell it officially, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that... And then the other part of it is that it connects to the... I don't even know what it's called. Is it called Pokemon Sleep, or do you even mm-hmm. know? Yep. Yeah, so, it'll, <laughs> so let's it, talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know what there is to talk about, quite honestly, because I know that I'm not going to be freaking tracking my sleep with Pikachu, so, but what about you guys? <laughs> yeah, so this is an app that they announced, to, like... I think you have to actually sleep for those things to work, and I don't do yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, they announced this, like, three years ago or something like that, and it's finally coming out, and it didn't sound exciting then, and it doesn't sound exciting <laughs> now, right? It's an app that, like, it tracks your sleep, and as you sleep, you get, like, rewards in-game, and you can, like, catch certain Pokemon. But they're not—it's not even, like, Pokemon Go style, where it's like, oh, you can transfer them to other games. It's just, like, a little a little app that, that you know, oh, I got a Caterpie, and he's in a little sleeping hat, you know, kind of, like, it's just—I don't know, it just seems really dumb. Like, I don't, I don't really know who it's for. Um, Steve, I think, actually does use, like, a sleep tracking app, or he has in the past— I don't know if he's even excited for this. And he seems like the core demographic. You know, he loves Pokemon. He uses those kind of like wellness apps and stuff. But I just, I don't, I don't really see the appeal here. I don't really know what the point of making this was, you know? So I don't know. That's my two cents. Anybody have a different opinion or the same opinion? 
did they announce a price for it? I don't know. I'm assuming it's free because it's an app, but <laughs> I'm pretty okay, sure it's I thought free. There was a device that that went with it. Well, the device. No, you is bought the, the Pokemon device. Go plus plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's then, compatible then with. I was yeah, gonna say you're the you bought the Pokemon device, yes, sleep. sucker. Yeah. So whatever the it, price was, you already paid it. But I think the app is free. <laughs> I, I think. I would hope so, right? Yeah. No, uh, you, you, you know what? This time um, to track your sleep, you got to pay five Poke coins. Says Pikachu. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, you'll be spinning Poke stops in your dreams. All right, well, moving right along then, because there were a couple of other little announcements. Uh, Pokemon Unite got a couple of new characters or outfits or something like that. I'm sorry if anybody watches this that's really dedicated to Pokemon Unite. I like Pokemon Unite a lot. I just don't have time to fit it into my routine. It's one of those like League of Legends type games that just demands a lot of your attention. And I don't have that much attention to give. So I want to like that game, <laughs> but I don't. Like if I had like three friends who were like, let's jump on, let's unite. It'd be like, all right, let's do this. Thing. But nobody's playing it except like Colt plays it every now and then. And I, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I don't jump into that one. So that's, that's my thing. I don't think either of you guys play Pokemon Unite, right? So um, I, I played it. I downloaded <laughs> it. I think I downloaded for both my iPhone and my Switch and never booted it mm -hmm. up on either. I played it for like a hot week and it was so fun yeah. slam dunking yeah. on fools. But like then oh, I just kind of. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's just, again, it's one of those like 18 esports out there that all want my time and I just don't have the time to get That's it, so. it right? That's yeah. it, because it's one of those ones where it's like, okay, you got to do like, I mean, I don't know, I don't even remember if it has like dailies or anything, but you know, it's kind of like that. It does, okay. it has all I that. Thought so. you know, there's coins to collect, yeah. and there's unlockables, to, and you know, and it's just like, I just, I just can't, can't have and, another one of those in my life. And the only gameplay is like online competitive, so you know, you're only playing it in like a high intensity kind of, you know, it's not a game you can just bundle up and, and chill with or anything like that. That. So yeah, um, a game that you can just bundle up and chill with is Pokemon Cafe. I think it's like Pokemon Cafe Remix. I don't even remember. Um, it's on Switch. I'm pretty sure it's a port of a mobile game or a 3DS game or something like that. You make pastries. You you cook with Pokemon. You meet Pokemon. I've never played it. A couple of people in my friends list have played it, but I, I've never played it. They're updating that too with new content. But again, it's just one of those things I just don't care about. So I didn't really pay attention. I'm sure. sorry. Sorry, Internet. <laughs> the, the one person in this group who's who's most into Pokemon and you don't care about anything they well, announced. Look, well, you can't, you can't care about everything. So... You can't care about everything. That's just it, yeah. right? Like That's, that's kind of the point. Everything isn't are, for everybody. These, to me, are such, like, side project -y kind of, Like, they're not even, like, games, you know? Like, they're... They're like, it's like the Hyrule Warriors of the Legend of Zelda series, you know? You can like it, but it's not a prerequisite to be a Zelda fan to like Hyrule Warriors, you know? It doesn't, it doesn't diminish in my eyes that you don't enjoy that game because it's like a Dynasty Warriors game. And Pokemon Cafe is like a chill cooking game, and, and Pokemon Unite is like a MOBA. It's like, yeah, they are what they are, but they're just kind of more branded stuff. Uh, let's get to the good stuff, because there were some big announcements, and I want to talk about them. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet DLC. Um, so they announced DLC for both games. It's going to be just like the DLC was for Sword and Shield. Um, I do not remember the name of the DLC packs offhand, but I can describe them vividly. So allow me to do that for you guys, or at least for you, Eugene. Uh, <laughs> so the first pack is basically touted as being kind of another adventure in a new land 
which sounds interesting. Um, the, the footage they showed, they didn't really show gameplay footage. They kind of showed weird live action teasery stuff. But um, it looks like you're going to get maybe like a new starter Pokemon from the looks of it. Um, they've announced that there's a slew of old Pokemon coming back. It has been data mined that like 260 old Pokemon are coming back. Oh, including no most kidding? Of, including Dang. most of the Gen 1 ones. Um, from what I've seen on the leaks, Bla- uh, Squirtle and Bulbasaur are both back. So get hyped for that. Um, a bunch of old ones are coming back. One of the ones I'm excited for is Minior, actually, from Sun and Moon, because he's like super hard to get a shiny of. He's the little meteor dude in the star form. Kind of looks like a, a Luma from Mario and everything. But yeah. Uh, so that one looks like it's going to be kind of like the adventure game. You're going to get to go to a new area and everything. And then they showed off the second DLC, and I didn't really know what to make of it. It kind of looked like it was going to be a battle facility, but they're calling it a school, so I'm not getting my hopes up. But basically, they they sailed off to this little island in the middle of the ocean, and there was like this big facility type thing, and they showed off a bunch of trainers that you're going to meet, and they, they said like, oh, it's going to be like a school setting kind of thing. So I, I don't know what to make of that i hope it's a battle facility hope it's all kinds of fun wacky that's what i was hoping battling yeah like i said i i kind of i didn't like turn the the stream off but i was like okay i'm not really gonna pay attention that much to this stuff because i Mm -hmm. i haven't beaten scarlet violet yet you know so like this dlc isn't uh i guess i'm gotta hustle to get to uh Beat this game well, before then type of thing. You but. got time because the first DLC doesn't drop until fall 2023. We don't know when in fall, but fall 2023. Uh, the second part of the DLC comes out in winter of 2023, so it won't be that long of a wait between the two. I thought it was kind of weird, actually, that they didn't do like summer and winter, but I guess they aren't really finished with it yet, and that's kind of a good thing. So, you know, let them work on it and improve it and all that stuff. Um, I will throw out there a few kind of PSAs and stuff for people. Uh, the DLC costs 35 bucks a pop, so it's not cheap. Um, if you want it for one version, it is $35. If you want it for both versions, if you're one of those people, it's going to be 70 bucks. So get ready for that um, whole thing. If you get the DLC, you get access to a Hisuian Zoroark, who is a Pokemon from Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, kind of a cool ghost version of Zoroark, the Gen 5 Fox Pokemon that could transform and stuff. Um, you'll be able to get access to him eventually anyway. Honestly, you'll probably be able to find one online because people are trading for them left and right, I assume. But um, you'll also be able to just get them when Pokemon Home comes out and you can transfer over your guys from that game. So don't feel like you have to jump into it, but he's available now if you want it. There are also two raids going on, one in Scarlet and one in Violet. Um, for the sake of avoiding spoilers to anybody who, like Eugene, maybe hasn't finished the game and made it to the final part yet, I will not reveal too much of what those are. Thank but you. they are they are two legendary Pokemon that you can capture. Uh, one is exclusive to Scarlet, one is exclusive to Violet. Those raids are only available for um, the next 10 days, I believe. So based on the time this podcast comes out, give it like a week. I'm sure they will do something again. So don't feel like, you know, fear of missing out kind of thing. Worst case scenario, somebody's farming them and you know you can get a trade. So I I wouldn't worry about it if you're, you know, not finished or whatever, if you really want them. But they're not that cool. They're just kind of uh, interesting variations of things that we've already seen before. So, you know, something to to look out for there. If you're one of those hardcore players who really wants them, kind of like I do... Go, go do your raids. Go jump online and participate and grab yourself some stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, 
all in all, I'm sorry, I know I've been just blabbering for like 20 minutes here, but we knew this was going to be a Lucas Heavy show when we saw this. <laughs> we saw this coming. <laughs> yeah. All in all, um, I was kind of, I wasn't underwhelmed, but I wasn't really like overwhelmed either, I guess, with the news. It felt like shot for shot, it felt like what I expected it to be, right? They announced a bunch of kind of nothing announcements that really didn't do anything for me for a bunch of kind of side project games. And then they announced the DLC for this game. They announced that it's not coming out for basically a year and that it's kind of exactly what I thought it would be, you know? They're, they're kind of doing the sword and shield thing over again. So I, I can't say I'm really like hyped or excited or anything by any of this, but it's, it's, you know, it's exactly what I thought it would be. My, my expectations weren't proven wrong, but they also weren't like raised up and I was like, oh wow, this is crazy. Like it just kind of feels like more of the same. But you know, maybe this like first one in the brand new area, maybe that'll be really interesting because it is an open world game. So if they decide to do an entirely new like little mini open world to go along with that, that could be fun, you know, like a new region kind of thing. But Stay tuned, I guess. I don't really know what else to, to tell you. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you Are you more excited now that you've heard this stuff? Do you still not care? Justin, you're not even planning on buying the game, so you could probably care less, right? No, <laughs> yeah. No, I've got way too many Pokemon games that I haven't finished. I don't need to add to them. Yeah, you can go buy the Pokemon Sword and Shield mm. DLC if you really get into a Pokemon game. Uh, you don't need to, you don't need to go them. down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Eugene? Any uh, any uh, excitement I, or disappointment? What you feeling? I'm definitely, um, I mean, kind of middling on this one, honestly, because I didn't, yeah. uh, you know, again, I'm not really done with this game yet. So, like, I don't yeah. really have any need for more game as of yet. I am excited that, more excited about what you just told me now, that the data miners have basically said that there's a bunch of old Pokemon in this one. So that's kind of like what I'm really here there for, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, yeah, the story's gonna be good, I'm sure. And I'm sure that there's gonna be really cool, like new Pokemon, I hope anyways, that there are in that DLC. But I'm really there for my legacy Pokemon so that I can bring into the game, you know? You want to hear what's frustrating, though? I've been waiting for, like, four generations for Pidgey to come back, and he's one of the only ones from Kanto that I saw that's not on the list. Oh, no! Just, he's not even that good. Like, I was sure. looking up his stats, but I like him. He's nostalgic, and he reminds me of being a kid. And I want a Pidgey, and I never had a Pidgey as a kid. And if I get one, I'm going to love him and treat him like a bird god. And I, I've never got a chance. Like, he just never shows up. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I cannot wait until you get that Pidgeot. He's going to be like the... Oh, it's yeah. going to feel good, man. It's going to feel <laughs> real good. Just, just you wait. Just you wait. Uh, uh, all right. Well, um, I guess with that, we will pivot in to change the system. And I'm happy to go first because I can actually pivot right into some more Pokemon talk and just keep this train rolling. So Get it. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, well. Steve and I played... Get it all Steve out and I played. Now. Steve and I played Pokemon last week. Um, we did a, there was a raid for a Pikachu. Um, that might not sound that exciting, but it was hard. It was really challenging, actually. Um, so they've been doing this thing in Pokemon Go, they, or Pokemon Go, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, they have raids in Pokemon Go as well, but this is Scarlet and Violet. Uh, you do a raid for a really difficult Pokemon battle, and you get a Pokemon with a unique mark. So something they added like a couple generations ago 
are like badges and marks that show up next to your Pokemon when they meet certain conditions. So there's some for like, oh, you caught it in the rain, or you caught it in the early morning, or you've beaten the Elite Four with this one, or you're best friends with this, you know, like little medals that they carry around. Um, so these ones have, I forget exactly what it's called. I think it's like the Unrivaled or something like that. And they did one for Charizard, Greninja, Scorbunny, and now Pikachu for some reason. Um, this Pikachu was so freaking hard, guys. It took us like three and a half hours to kill this thing. So he's got, um, he's a water Terra type. So he immediately transforms into a pure water type. He immediately makes it rain. And then he starts hitting you with Surf. And he's got uh, like the fairy move. I forgot what Seems that one's like to play rough. Oh, and thunder. It, so he's hitting you with thunder. Does the rain yeah. make like uh, water type thunder? Moves? It makes thunder hit like every time without fail. It powers up mm -hmm. water type moves. Yeah, so he's a beast. So we finally come up with this wow. winning strategy, and we pull it off. Where I basically play. I've been playing the tank in Pokemon, which is a weird thing to say out loud. But like, I bring in my guy, and I make it like sunny day immediately. And then I'm just like, all right, Steve, power up, healing, power up, healing. And Steve <laughs> is like charging up his attacks, and then he finally, bam, 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 hits him and hits him and hits him. We finally kill this thing. And then Steve says, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have two so you could have both forms of Raichu? And I, go, <laughs> I hate you. So we do it for another hour and a half. It's like five in the morning and I don't get the second one. So now I only have one and it's driving me insane. But that's how it when ended up. When you didn't up. care so, until Steve said something. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And uh, but that's yeah, that was, that amazing. Was, that was that. So, you know, now I have this cool Pikachu with a little mark that I can carry around and turn into. I don't know which Raichu I want. I don't know if I want to wait until I can make him an Alolan Raichu in a future game or if I want to just go with classic Kanto Raichu because they're both adorable. And uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's Pokemon. You know, what you going to do? Um, I'm going to go raiding probably tonight and get those new legendaries because I want them. I really like the thematic stuff they've been doing with this stuff and I want to keep doing that. Um, I've also been playing RuneScape. I don't really have much to say about that. It's still RuneScape. It's still the same game it was back in 2001. That's not really true, but it's close. Um, just grinding, endless grinding, needless, endless grinding. Um, Dad is close to 99 Slayer, so that's cool. He's going to hit 98 on, like, Friday, and then we're going to do some quests to chill because he's been doing that. Like, was that the one where you got ahead of him and then he tried to do, like, some boss and then you realized that you needed to, like, level him up or, like, get some that item or a, something? That was a quest. I mean, everything's kind of related in this game, but that was just, like, a random, like, one-off quest kind of thing that we did. But uh, no, Slayer is the one, it, basically, so one of the things that's funny about this game is they tout it as like, oh, no stupid World of Warcraft quest where you have to kill 15 boars. Right. But the whole Slayer ability, like the skill that you level up, is go kill 150 boars, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, a little bit of a, of a failure on their part, I feel, but people love this skill for some reason. I don't get it. So yeah, that's what we've been working on. I'm like level 83. He's level freaking 98. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then the other game I've been playing extensively is, say it with me, Skyrim. Oh, no. Let's, let's, let's um, hear your adventures this week. 
So I decided. That Although my main I character... kind of know some of them, I've, I've seen yeah. your escapades and I've in been Discord. talking to you about this. Yeah. So I decided with my main character, I made a Khajiit, which is new for me. I've never played as a Khajiit before, and it's very fun because he's like a little cat dude from elsewhere, and he does all this cool little elsewhere stuff. Um, but I decided Why does Khajiit I want to be... sound like you're being racist towards somebody. I know, Anyways, right? Go on. Oh, you should. Oh, and Skyrim is a very racist. Like, yeah, just the racism just piles on. I've been called a cat so many times. Some guy said he reminded me of his sister's cat, and he killed that one too. And yeah, you know, all kinds of just stuff. I love I love playing as a non-nord in this game. Like I've always played as like elves and stuff because I love getting like the low-key racism from all the nords in the <laughs> sure. Skyrim world. Um, but uh, oh, and, and if you want racism, I think that's the the definition of white purple. <laughs> oh, if you want racism in an Elder Scrolls game, play Morrowind because that one is just the dark elves hate everyone, and they they keep all kinds of there's all kinds of racism in that one. But um, anyway, and, and I've honestly I do I really enjoy that about these games. Like there's something really enthralling to me about being in this world that is so far from perfect, as opposed to these like utopia fantasy worlds and stuff. But but anyway, besides the point. So I have a Khajiit character that I've been playing. I'm loving playing as him. I'm going the like dashing rogue sword fighter type character. Um, and I decided my quest is going to be to track down and kill the eight dragon priests that are hidden throughout the game. Now, I only know where one of these guys are, and I'm not looking them up online or anything, so I am wandering the world of Skyrim, doing good deeds from town to town, stopping at every inn and saying, hey, have you heard anything about these dragon priests? Try to get information. No luck so far, but I am <laughs> really excited to kill these guys and take their masks. So that's been my primary thing. Um, of course, I can't leave well enough alone and just enjoy a good thing. So I have four accounts right now. <laughs> um, I made like, a bandit. What are you playing this on right now? Switch. Yeah. So so here's how this went down. I was playing as my main character, and I'm doing stuff, and I see some guys who are kind of jerks, and I'm thinking, I really just want to run up and stab them, but my character doesn't do that. And I, I RP in these games hardcore like i go i go for it kind of thing so i'm not gonna sure. break character and be a bad guy so i was like all right i need to make a new character where i can take out all my aggression on the jerks in this game so i made this girl whose whole thing is she's just a bandit and she uses poison and daggers and she stabs people and it's just free for all justin playing red dead redemption basically just go out and murder everyone in the city who cares what happens? I assume that's how you play Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. Maybe you're. Oh playing. no! Oh no! I'm I'm like you. I always you're have with me? to be like. I'm 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 always right. like lawful good. Well, no, actually, I'm a little bit more neutral. Like I I try okay. to play good, but if somebody pisses me off, I get no problem killing. <laughs> well, and that's the thing because you're playing like as Morgan, and Morgan isn't really good. He's kind of gray yeah. area. So, yeah. like, that's what I do, but I'm making these characters up in my weird head. Like, that's how this all works. <laughs> so, now I've got this bandit character. I'm running around towns just murdering and pillaging. And then I'm like, you know what else would be fun? I've never done the Imperial quest line, or not the Imperial, the, the Stormcloak quest line before. So I'm going to make somebody who's a Stormcloak fanatic and go join the army and see how the Civil War works out if you join the opposite side. So now oh, I'm working boy. on that in my free time. But on that playthrough, I've decided I'm a warrior who shuns magic. So I'm refusing to use healing magic, which is making the game a whole lot harder. And then I thought, I miss magic, so I'm going to make a magic user too. So that's where the fourth character came in. So I'm running these four simultaneous stories, and I always do this. And I always end up dropping like half of You're them. going hard. 
This is how I play Sky. This is the game I play to relax. I play RuneScape <laughs> during the day, and I'm grinding sense. out levels like a sweaty gamer. And then at night, I'm laying in bed, and I'm like, all right, time to go raid a dungeon and see if I can find a dragon priest. Couldn't find one. All right, time to go work on my berserker and get up that armor I need to get into the Stormcloak Rebellion. Like, just like, just a nightmare. But, you know, I'm having fun. So what you going to do, I guess? What you going to do? I saw somebody the other day who was kind of going through a similar thing. They posted something about how they were playing as like a Thalmor, which are like the elf Nazis in this game or whatever. Someone was like, how do you play as a Thalmor? And the guy was like, well, it's an RPG. I'm, I'm role-playing in a role-playing game. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm not the only weirdo who does this. Other people play this as if it was like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or something. So I don't know. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. But that's just me. Um, and I think... I think that's everything I've been playing. I think. I, I, um, I don't know. I've been playing Tetris on the Game Boy. You want to hear me talk about a game that's older than I am? <laughs> but other than that, I think that's pretty much it. So, Justin, you want to you wanna hit us with your stuff? Tell us what's going on. Sure. Um, not going to have a whole lot to talk about because as far as I know, I haven't really played any games. Um, I have been playing... No more Metroid um, Prime? Not really. Um, mm. Maybe a tiny bit. Um, I've mostly been playing uh, Super Mario Advance 4 and Mario Kart Super Circuit on the on the Game Boy Advance thing on the Switch. Um, I want to play Minish Cap and Mario and Luigi. I just, as I've said before, most of my gameplay time is watching TV with the wife, so I can't have commitment. anything with any dialogue. So yeah, if um, if you want to play those games, you need to sit down and say, "I'm going to do this for the next 15 hours." You know, this is this is what I'm going to play, kind of thing. That's why right, I haven't jumped exactly. back into them either. And I've gotten to the end of both of those games, but never actually finished them. Like I've gotten to the last huh. boss on both of them, hit a wall, and then fell off. Wow. On both of them, so someday I will beat them. Having them on the Switch will be great, but this week was not that week. But what I did play with um was. Uh, my 3D printer, um, and I printed mm. these uh, neat little things here. This was one of the reasons I wanted a 3D printer. Oh, nice. Um, so I've talked oh, nice. about this before. <clears throat> yeah, talked about this before. Um, when I'm playing uh, in bed, I've got one of those things that, like a, like a boom arm that holds the switch up in front of me, and then I usually mm -hmm. use the Joy-Con because then I can do do this and you know not have to worry about elbowing my wife um the vampire but um the problem is the joy con are too small and my fingers cramp up from the way i hold them so i was going through thingiverse and i saw these things and thought i'm gonna get me a 3d printer so i can print those and as well as my horizontal um stand for my switch dock which i talked about last week but i have not shown yet but anyway, yeah, I haven't given these a try yet, but, you know, next time I'm playing games in bed, like, this is really, like, basically like a Joy-Con grip, like one of the Nintendo Joy-Con grips, just without the, you know, attachment. So, um, I'll, I'll give them a try. The only, the only real problem I have is, for those of you who are watching this on video, I'm having the hardest time getting the, uh, the support gunk off of it. Like, I've mm -hmm. tried a rotary tool with mm -hmm. a sander, and I think... I might have to borrow my wife's like big hand, like big power um, buffer to get these yeah. things out, but um, yeah, it's always a struggle. 
Um, you but on the plus so, side, um, I... No, just go finish. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, on the plus side, I've got all these nice little pieces of support frame, which are like my fidget toys, because I just like rubbing them. Jeez. <laughs> so I was just about to get real, real nerdy, so um, sorry, everybody. Um, so what you need to do, Justin is in your um, support settings for your 3D printer, like when you're in Cura. Not Cavo, by the way, um, for those of you who listened last week. Um, Cura. Yeah. Uh, um... Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, uh, what, you want, what you'll want to do is there's like some settings I that you can do. I had a brain fart last week. <laughs> what can I fair, fair. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, what you'll want to do for um, go into your support settings, there's like settings for like how close the support is to the actual like um, model. Oh. So like you so you like you can move that back type of thing. I don't remember exactly what that setting is called, but go look at your support settings and you should probably and you'll probably find it. But also what you can yeah. do is um, there is a uh, different type of support structure that you can use. So the default one, um, it's really hard to get off. I like to use the one called a tree. Um, I think you'll find uh, more success with that. Well, and I, might, I might redo that. I mean, this took me it took about 15 hours to print, um, not including about six or seven false starts. Um, sure. So um, the the first few prints, I didn't realize that when I exported the G code, I had a command in there for a different um, print where it was supposed to stop after so many layers so that I could change the, the color of the filter. Um, but that accidentally got applied to this. So I did like three or four of these where it just got only about a half hour in and then just stopped. It was like, all right, I'm done. Like what? So after I fixed that, I had a problem with the bed um, mm -hmm. would cool off too soon so I had it set for the initial layer to be hotter and then after you know print the initial layers it automatically reduces the problem was sure. it was reducing before it fully adhered and then it just ended up dragging it all over the place so um, still still in the trial and error phase but i'm getting better like I, I think i might print these again i think i might make them about i don't know one to five percent bigger because it is kind of a tight like a tight squeeze to get these in here and yeah i'll try out the the different supports something that's a little easier to break off yeah this uses like kind of for a sure crosshatch pattern yeah there's and so many there's so many settings that you can mess with like you can mess with the the support um, infill, I think is what it's called. So like that means like how thick are the supports, you know? And then, you know, that makes it even easier to pull off. So like you can print it so the supports are like really paper thin. And then, yeah, it's just like no problem. You'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. That's, uh, that's the fun of 3D printing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's really like the most gaming related thing that I have. I might have played a few hours of The Last of Us. Oh, I did finish um, Grand Theft Auto 5 on the Xbox Series X. I don't know whether I'd done that before the last episode, but I finally did it, so I've got, you know, like a, a basically just all the side missions to do now and, and whatever else have I you ever do, so. Have you ever finished the story before, or was this your first time? Yeah, I finished it on the PS3. 
and oh, then wow. I forget how then, old that game is, <laughs> right? And then two systems later, I finished it again. Like you know, yeah, I was God. just I just had a hankering to play it. Plus, uh, it's a good game. Yeah, I wanted to have so I don't do the online very much, um, and so I wanted to have a single player save that I could screw around with mm-hmm. on modern hardware. So I'm like, well, I may as well just play the game again. But this time I did. Like normally, what I do in these Rockstar games is I do all of the side quests as I come across them. This time, yeah. I said screw it to all the side quests and did only the main missions so that I could A, get to the end of it and have that big open world to play in, and B, mm-hmm. you know, I've got like, you know, 100 side missions to have yeah. fun with when I'm messing Post around game. with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Um, one of these days, uh, I want to do the same thing with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 so that I can see all the side missions with uh, John instead of um, Arthur. That'd be cool. Um, And one of these days, I'm going to get into Grand Theft Auto Online. I've booted it up a few times. I don't like people. I don't want to play games with other people, especially since I very rarely have friends who are playing it at the same time I am. Like, it just has no appeal to me. It's rough, too, because um, the missions aren't that good. The missions are very kind of, kind of you know, watered down. They're not story, really. They're like, you know, go here, kill yeah, this, I, go I there, do one. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I played one where it was basically like a heist mission from the main game, except there was no actual setup or dialogue or, you know, drama. The, <laughs> the heists are fun with an actual group of people on a voice call kind of thing, but not by themselves. You're, uh, my experience with that was you were often getting either outpaced or slowed down by other people who wanted to go at a different speed than you. Um, a lot of, in, in like the overworld, the free world, there's a, a big discrepancy between you've been playing this game for five years or you just started, where the guy for five years will come in with his supersonic jet and just blow the crap out of you and grief you endlessly. <laughs> and, you know, like, that, like there's a, it's, it's, um, it's kind of the wild west of open world online gaming. More so, ironically enough, than like Red Dead Redemption. Like it's just like, oh, here comes a guy in a helicopter. He's gonna kill me. There goes everything I've been trying to do. Kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I tried um, Red Dead Online um, and found out that I couldn't play the online offline, or yeah. you know, in like a. You, you know, like solo, you can do your own lobby, yeah, thing. solo lobby or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, screw this, I don't want to have to deal with that. Like, I will so. say, at least I felt like the Red Dead 2 online felt a little bit more like just kind of a extension of the main game from a storytelling perspective. Like there was actually a plot, and I feel like the plot in GTA Online is kind of more like, you know, oh, you want to be rich, let's get rich, you know, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. Really, all I yeah. want in in Grand Theft Auto Online is I want the DeLorean and the Knight Rider car. Like that's yeah. all I want. Like like if yeah. I can make enough money to get those two cars in a garage to keep them in, I'm set. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they would ever consider or make money off of like a single player kind of version of that. You know, like like make your own character, go out and do a whole Grand Theft Auto world. But, you know, it's, I mean, it's a little bit more sandboxy than, like, you know, the story-based kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know if that'd ever Grand be a Theft success. That's what Grand Theft was until Vice City. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, that's true. Like one, the two, personality's three. really kind of a side, it, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like, it was just kind of, do like, Grand Theft Auto 2 didn't even have, like, Grand Theft Auto 1 and 3 had, like, a linear, like, you had to do this mission before you can do that. Grand Theft Auto yeah. 2, you could do anything. And I'm really hoping, and I think the rumors, there are rumors that this might be coming back, Grand Theft Auto 2 had the respect meter, which yeah. you had three, like, warring factions in each city, and if you did yep. a mission for one, it was like a rock, paper, scissors. If you did a mission for yeah. one, then you're respecting their their rival would go down and you had yeah, to like the mafia and the yakuza and the, yeah. yeah that that was cool like see, i would I, love I want, to see that return i want those games with the storytelling of gta 5 because i feel like gta 5 was the first one four was okay too but i feel like five really did a good job of being offensive in all the right ways like instead of um like blatant racial stereotypes and jokes about gay people. It was like, oh, there goes was, Trevor having sex with a teddy bear. You know, like that. Like it was, it was more, it was more enjoyable as an enlightened adult who wants to enjoy that kind of stuff, but doesn't want was, to get like you know full blown racial like Chinese voice acting like that kind. You know, like felt felt good. It felt to be good. Fair, <laughs> I looked it up, and the the. Uh, the a Chinese mafia character from Grand Theft Auto 3 was played by a Chinese Voiced actor. Voiced by a Chinese so, person. I don't know if that, I honestly don't know if that makes it any better. I mean, it doesn't make it worse, <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's still yeah, pretty bad. I, the I stereotypes do, in those old games were pretty stereotypical, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do think that, that GTA 5 hit, the, the story was there enough yeah. to motivate you, but not intrusive, like like the story in Red Dead Redemption or um, Grand Theft Auto 4 were. Let and... me put it this way. I, I cared about those characters, and I still remember them and their, their stories, you know? It's like, yeah. I, I, I actually, like, those characters were well-made. All three of them had their own motivations. Um, the choices at the end were really interesting. I just, it, it was a well-done, it was a great, like, heist movie, you know? What's amazing to me about Grand Theft Auto V, and this will be my, my, my last thing since that, you know, I didn't really play much this week anyway. We're going off the rails. Um, one of my favorite things about Grand Theft Auto V is they specifically designed each character after how certain players play the game. So, yeah, like, Michael exactly. was kind of the, you know, the story, the people who were really interested in the story and the characters. Franklin yeah. was, you know, the rags to riches players, the people the people want to, yeah. you know, build up their character at the top. And Trevor was the, you know, the anarchist. The people just go in and yeah. kill everything. And it's funny My side because the way they, Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, and the way they structured the story and the the characters, even before I knew that's how they were designed, that's how I played them. Yeah. Like, like yeah, exactly. when you're playing as a certain character, you make certain like Franklin. Well, anytime he helped somebody, you know, whose wallet got stolen, I would always return it. Trevor, nope, it's mine now. <laughs> you know. Well, you switch, you switch to Trevor, and he's riding a tractor, drunk on the highway, wearing a bra and panties. Like, you know, it's like he he makes himself this character, and you're just like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing today. You know, like like when you switch to the other characters, like like Franklin will be like playing a game or or hanging out with his dog or something. Then Trevor's like on a skyscraper holding a guy at gunpoint. <laughs> it's like it's a very different experience. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited for Grand Theft Auto 6. I'm glad that I have a system that will play it so that when it comes out, I can be right on top of it. Um, but mm. yeah, I do want to see some of that kind of that freedom come back to it. That yeah. kind of, okay, here's a world. Here's the missions. Do what you want. You know, have mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I love the stories. Rockstar makes great stories, but sometimes I just want to cut loose. Yeah. All right, Eugene, top that discussion. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, I've actually been uh, playing some games, believe it or not, kiddos. Um, let's talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, I have been playing Pokemon Violet, I think. Let me just make sure. Yeah, that's the one with the little uh, blue boy. Um, or I guess he's probably purple since it's Violet. But anyways. Violet. <laughs> you get a pass. It's okay. <laughs> anyways. Damn, that's this just hit me right now that he's purple, not blue. Um, yeah. Oh God, am I, um, no color blindness here. <laughs> I have been playing that because of the aforementioned Pokemon Go integration, so it's actually got me in there and kind of playing the game again and um, enjoying it. I've got my second yeah. badge, so that's awesome. Um, nice. Running what, into the. Um, sorry. I wanted to know what badge did you get? What like type gym was it? Do you remember? So the first badge that I got, I was the first badge that I actually wanted to get because I wanted to get the water badge first because I got wow, the... that's hard. That was the one that really stumped like Steve for like a, a few days. I remember. Well, I think that was my last badge. <laughs> like, well, wow. I wanted that first because I'm the grass type. I'm like, well, how hard could yep. it be? I'm the grass type. I could just hard, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, that's why that ended up being my second batch because I went to like an easier area first. Um, and I don't even remember which badge it was. I think it was like the bug. It must, I think it must have been like the bug the, badge. The lady, the lady, the baker lady. Yeah. Yeah. Is that balls? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I went. She's in, like the starter gym. Like she's Brock, basically. So I, I, I went in it, basically did that one first. And that was like before I picked it up. So this was like, put it down rather. So this was like months yeah. ago. But so then I went and remembered my original mission to do the water one. So I had to put nice. in some work because I had to like level up all my dudes really hardcore, actually. And um, I wasn't ready for it at all. Um, so that like brought about like a lot of exploration, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm just going to explore cool. this area around here and like, see what's up. And yeah, that, and that's actually fun. Like I, you know, okay, cool. Yeah. Enjoying this world and like seeing what, you know, Niantic or not Niantic, I guess the Pokemon <laughs> company did. It's, uh, um, it's really awesome. It's, it's, it's a finely crafted world it's ugly but it's a finely crafted world um well, we all know it can't compete with phantom hourglass you're <laughs> damn right it can't um, i am I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're having fun with it because i know for a while you really weren't mm -hmm. and it will it will continue to open up as you push through the randomly encountered that's, story events okay so and, that's what yeah. i was gonna get to next so the, the the hardest part of getting to the water freaking gym is there's all these Team star goddamn star guys and they're like yep. you they've got these barriers in the way and they're like you shall oh, not yeah. pass go talk to yep. my boss over here and i'm like god i just want to go that direction did so. you okay so here's a question for you though did you actually do that or did you work your way around them? I climbed <laughs> you down know what the side I of the did. mountain. Yeah, I went down the side of the mountain. I was like, screw you guys. I'll come back to you later. Yeah. I'm going to go check out this freaking desert town because this looks really cool. That's that's what I did. So, yeah, that's what I did because there was like – so they blocked off like two areas somehow. And mm -hmm. then there was like – I was able to like skirt around it somehow. I don't know exactly what I did. But then I ended up coming out in this whole other area. I don't think it was a desert. 
Um, it might have been, I don't know, but it was just like, and then there was all these other Pokemon I've never seen that were kicking my butt. So yeah, it was, it was fun. It was like, I turned, um, Pokemon into Dark Souls almost because I'm just yeah. so not ready for where I'm at right now. Um, it sounds like you've kind of turned a corner because it would be, it'd be nice if you enjoyed this one, you know, like I had a blast with it. Steve had a blast with it. And frankly, I think it's a really good game. I, mm -hmm. I like seeing people actually have fun with it. So I yeah. hope you continue to have a good time and it doesn't, you know great on you again sure but we'll see we'll see when Stay you get tuned. to a new area and you have to see a whole new group of team star members. <laughs> for real but all i want to do it and that's another thing right because you can set waypoints in this thing and then it's like, okay cool i'm gonna follow my way but then you can't follow the waypoint because there's all this other stuff in the way mm -hmm. but anyways that's video games um i, I want to give you just a really quick hint um if you find yourself wanting to explore more of the world and struggling with that mm -hmm. the, you know the the arvin guy who the the dude who's got like the long blonde hair who like likes cooking or whatever mm -hmm. um his missions those those big pokemon whatever i forget what they're called but his missions each time you do one of those you'll unlock additional like movement bonuses for the the big dragon thingy that you ride so like if you find yourself like boy i really wish i could i could get up this mountain like he's the guy to check out yeah we'll do some of his stuff and, and get those unlocks because that'll be when i when i did like my second playthrough of the game i just sped through his stuff as quick as i could because i was like i really want to get through it's as many know. areas as possible it's good yeah. to know actually good to know i yeah. very because then i don't have to like take the long route type of thing yeah i like exactly that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So uh, I have been playing some more games, believe it or not, and I'm not even going to talk about Overwatch or Pokemon Go. Um, so funny enough, if you own a video game website, um, some people start emailing you unsolicited about video games. Sometimes they even include review codes in those video games, and sometimes oh you don't check those emails for years and years and years, and they start piling oh, no. up. <laughs> And um, you just have a bunch of games on your system all of a sudden. So I figured in the spirit of giving these games a fair shake and, you know, like these people are sending us codes. I might as well, we might as well talk about their games, I guess, type of thing, right? I played uh, two games that came our way in, as reviews. I don't know when they came um, because I forgot to write it down. But um, thank you for the people who sent them to me. So I am playing Terror Squid or Terror Squad, I think is how you pronounce it. Let's see. Wow, There's that's a big difference. Terror Squid. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is Terror Squid. But right. I, I can't really read the logo because it's terror? like, you know, it's like supposed Earth to be fancy. Terror as in. <laughs> terror as in, like, I'm going to stab you with a knife. Yeah, exactly, Justin. Um, so. Terror Squad is an interesting kind of like game. A dark version of Terror Squid. Terror Squid. Damn it, you're right. Terror Squid. Thank you, oh Lucas. God, we're doing this game such a disservice already. Go on. It's done itself a disservice, actually. It's bad. Um, the, I mean, maybe I'm just not giving it a. Uh, I, I played it for a good poop, um, so that's like at least 15 minutes. But like, I didn't have very much fun. So what what happens here is you're in this like ship, I guess. I don't know. And then you move around this sphere, and as you're moving all around the sphere, like these bullets are shooting out your ass, and um, you know, like you can. Bathroom. The Earth is not flat in this game because you can go all the way around the sphere and then the bullets are there, right? So it's almost like Snake, 
where you're <laughs> um, trying to avoid the bullets that you just shot out your butt um, on a sphere, but it's I, it, it's hard to explain, and it's not very fun. So I I mean it, it's probably really cheap if you really wanted to give it a shot. Um, I I don't know how much it is. I guess I can look it up real quick, but that is terror. Squad. I gave it a good 15 minutes. And Terror it, Squid. God damn it. Um, Terror <laughs> Squid. Um, I didn't That's like it very much. Um, yeah, okay, just to, say, just to say a side thing here. <coughs> uh, it is $4 on Steam. I don't know what it is on Switch. Uh, it only has 13 reviews on Steam, but they're mostly positive. So maybe Eugene's opinion isn't everyone's opinion. Definitely but, not. Uh, the, the tagline is create your own bullet hell. I guess you're creating the bullets and kind of, yeah, exactly. kind of you know, then, uh-oh, got to dodge them kind of thing. So yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. It's, uh, I guess go check it out if you're curious. Yeah, it, it's four, four bucks on the eShop, too. So, you know, again, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, may not have give, I may not have been in the right headspace for it, but I, I just wasn't, wasn't for me. Um, it's not your pooping game. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Another one I tried, though... Um, and I was conflicted on this one. Um, I'll get to that here in a second. It's called Trigger Witch. Actually, a really fun game, I, I have to say. It's very fun. Um, it is so very Link to the Past, Minish Cap-esque. You know, like it's got like graphics like that. Um, yep. Top down, all that fun stuff. You're playing as a witch. And, um, you know, you wake up out of a bed, kind of linked to the past um, style. and I'm looking at the screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it look kind of like that? Like it's... It did until I got to the scene where she's shooting things to okay. death and there's a bloody pool on the ground. So <laughs> here's my conflict here. So, um, well, I guess let me get to... Let me just finish the premise of this game so we can talk about where my conflict is. So you... Yeah, so, you know, you wake up out of your bed, you, you get your, you know, your, your mission to go to a portal and find um, this, like, thing that gives you your power. And what is your power, you ask? There's just this gun that comes out of the portal, just like this straight-up revolver. Uh, and I have courage when you have a gun. <laughs> and you're like in this like fantasy world, right? So it's just like it's just like really weird. Um, and I think that that's intentional. Um, oh, sure. But you know, in our environment anymore these days, and you know, it's, I, I play Call of Duty and like Overwatch. Even there's guns there, but like the way that yeah. this game kind of just like glorifies guns, I just, I just, I, I can't get behind it. And feels it, feels weird. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's uh maybe I don't know maybe that makes me woke or whatever you want to call me. I don't care, but like I I don't know. It is a fun game though. I I actually think that the gameplay mechanics of it are really good. Like it's like there's like a cool the movement is really nice it feels really good like there's a nice dash mechanic so like you can like you know move through bullets that are coming at you type of thing but again i just like i i don't know how much more i'll play of this one hard to get over the particular flavor that the game is going Mm -hmm. i get that Mm -hmm. i get that Mm mm-hmm but uh, yeah, that's kind of the games that I have been playing this week. Again, unless you want to talk about Pokemon Go. Actually, you know what? Screw it. I do want to talk about Pokemon Go because there was an <laughs> event that happened um, recently. And um, 
I don't even remember how much it was. I think it was like a buck, five bucks or something like that. And uh, it was over this last weekend. It was actually pretty fun. Um, it was one of the better events that uh, that's come out recently because like every hour there was like new Pokemon that came out, you know? So that like kept things interesting. Like, you know, it felt like one of the older events. But like the trend has been, I feel like the shiny rate has been pretty subpar with a lot of this stuff. So like we didn't catch yeah. a whole lot of shinies, but it was still a fun event, you know? Yeah. Well, at least it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. So I will leave it at that. And I think I think that's it, right? I think we did it. Well, it would be. Oh, your Lord okay. Almighty, Terror Squad. Yeah, Terror Squad. You know it. Uh, so we have a couple of questions from you guys. Uh, we're sorry. Let me just start with that because yes. these questions are from a long time ago, but we thank you for asking them. We meant to do them last week where it was still a pretty long time ago, but we forgot and we're doing them now because one of us remembered at least. So we're, we're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good. Um, we have two questions for you guys or from you guys today from the question block. At least actually from... these ones are, uh, let me, we have my three. So uh, let me pull up the one that I ah. forgot to post. Oh my God. That one's really old. Go on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, oh yeah. Cause two of them are from the same person. That's right. So Wild with Flavor on um, February 22nd asks, been a while since I've had a question come to mind without flooding with a lost, but I don't know quite what that wording means. But anyway, if you were a Pokemon trainer or gym leader, what types, max two, of Pokemon do you specialize in? And what's your team? So, um, I don't know, anybody want to field this one first? Eugene, grass type? Definitely. Absolutely all grass. Um, maybe, uh, is there like a, a grass fire type yet? Cause that's... Uh, there is. There's a chili pepper one in this game that's grass and fire. He's Perfect. Favorites. Perfect. Yeah, if he's, you can't... He's really cool, actually. If you can't get at what I'm... <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, if you can't understand what I'm getting at here with grass <laughs> and fire, then I don't know where, where, what to tell Think you. Think harder about but, it. <laughs> but that would be my Pokemon type. Absolutely. Um, I want to go full dragon. I always like the dragon gym leaders. It's like the most original OP type, and I just think dragon type Pokemon are cool. So I would be, believe it or not, I would go dragon gym leader. I also have been wanting to build a dragon team, so I'll probably end up RPing that at some point in the future. But yeah, dragons. Nice. Justin. Justin. So I've always had good luck with Psychic. Granted, I don't play competitively, but you know, in the single player mode, Psychics have always been, been good to me. Um, and I don't know what else. I, I'm trying to think what what I tend to have a, an advantage with. I guess uh, maybe poison. I don't know. All of them seem to have anything that has a status effect move like that causes sleep. Because, I mean, mm. if I can just put my enemy to sleep and just pummel on them with really strong moves, that's that's my way to do it. I don't want to challenge, I just want to steamroll everything. <laughs> yeah, Grass is pretty good at that, too. Actually, uh, Breloom's amazing with that. He's got Spore. That thing's fantastic. Uh, anyway, our second question comes from Schnazzy1. This one was asked on February 27th um, this year, 2023. <laughs> this are year. <laughs> are you ready for Pokemon Sleep? 
Um, hey. So, I don't know. You guys want to field this? We kind of already talked I about it. I was going to say, week. I feel like we kind of talked about it, and I don't think, like, any of us had any enthusiasm in it. I mean, like, if I get the plus I plus, mean, maybe, but I, I'm not, I don't plan on getting the plus plus, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I already pre-ordered my plus plus, so I will probably give it a try just because I can, but, you know, it'll probably be one of those things that I'll just fall off of. Do once and then more. forget about it, yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. I I don't really care about this one. I, it just doesn't seem that interesting to me. And I, I'm not one of those guys that really cares about, like, you know, oh, I slept for six hours tonight. Let me track how much of that mm. was REM sleep. You know, like, that's just, that's not fun. That's just, like, boring. So I don't know. I don't know. Pokemon I mean, sleep I don't sleep like well, kind of so maybe idea. it would help. But, I mean, Pokemon Go probably it did, in the very beginning, get me walking some more. So I guess if... Pokemon sleep can get me to sleep better than, you know, maybe, maybe sure. I'll, I yeah. will find some success. With Steve it. is, yeah. Steve is doing that like sleep journal, right? I don't know if we should be talking about he that on was. air, but this might, uh, um, this might be good for him, right? If he's already doing that, this will be like a fun way to do that. And he's a Pokemon fan. So I don't know, maybe if anybody's going to play it, it's probably going to be Steve or maybe Justin. So we'll see. Uh, we have one more question. Uh, this one, this one hurts because this one was asked on October 10th of this year, and I don't know why we're just getting no, no, to no. it now. October 10th of last I... year. Oh, of last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, not eight months in the future, but, um, rather like six months in the past. <laughs> um, and this was asked by Galatrad, but, um, this was actually asked by Galatrad back when his name on Twitter was Gulutrad because it was Halloween themed because that's how old this question is. <laughs> So sorry about that, Yalch. <laughs> but um, the question is, what game do you like to turn to when you can't think of anything else you want to play? And I think I know most of your answers for this already. Um, but my answer, I think, Ooh, is well, probably well, this, Sky. This is fun. I want you to guess mine. I think it's uh, Breath of the Wild. Is it Breath of the Wild? Yeah, it's Breath <laughs> of the Wild, right? I would have let you guess mine, Not but likely, I think it's Skyrim. Actually. Animal Crossing. But, but that that genre, right? Like open world, like Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto, Breath of the Wild. That seems to be your bread and butter for like, I'm bored and I don't know what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do kind of thing, right? I'll, I will I will concede to, to that one. Not necessarily Breath of the Wild, but definitely something open world, open air, mm-hmm. do, do whatever. I just feel like, like I've heard more than a few times... Yeah. Uh, more than a few times, I feel like I've heard you say, like, you know, oh, I, I've d- I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I, I popped open Breath of the Wild and I just wandered for a couple hours, you know, that kind of thing. Hey, I get that. Um, for me, I think it's Skyrim. I think. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go into a Pokemon thing, too. Like, I'll be like, you know, All right, I got nothing to do. Let's go shiny hunt. But I'm running out of Pokemon that I care about shiny hunting. Like, that's how much I've played Pokemon. Skyrim is just one of those ones I can always pop in and be like, all right, let's make a f- a, an 18th account. Why not? Let's do that. And, of course, I've got RuneScape now on the back burner that I've been doing a lot of, too. So that, that definitely becomes... But that one's more of, like, a driven thing. Like, when I'm playing RuneScape, it's I'm doing it because I want something. Mm. Like, I want to mm-hmm. progress. And, again, like, a game like Skyrim is the exact opposite of that. It's like, all right, let's just wander into a random village and see who needs my help tonight kind of stuff. So, yeah. What about you, Eugene? Pokemon Go? I think it's got to be, right? Like, I, I tell myself that it's... 
Breath of the Wild. And then I tell myself, no, 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 no. It's not Breath of the Wild. It's, you know, something cooler like Illusion of Gaia. But, or, you know, maybe even Majora's Mask or Ocarina. But no, it's Pokemon Go. Really, it really is. Like, I, anytime that, like. See, now when you say that, I have to, I have to, like, how casual are we going here? Because I guess my fallback for when I don't know what to play is Picross. I can open up Picross. Yeah, that's a perfect answer. That's fair. You know, just. Just do it in the background while something else is is on the TV or podcast or you know waiting for something to see, you know, propagate. On. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing because this will change. Up until I got just super sick of it, I would have said probably Smash Bros. Um, a few years ago, back when we were doing the Minecraft server, I probably would have said Minecraft. You know, so there right. are games that pop in right now. It's probably Skyrim. You know, but in another four months, it could be you know the the new Pokemon DLC or you know Breath of the Wild again or whatever. I don't know. Like it's, it's it varies. Like it, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But yeah, I, I guess so. I can't tell you what it was in October of last year. Um, apologies on all of those, but especially to Galatrad for taking so freaking long to acknowledge and respond to these questions but we do appreciate question block questions even if this segment didn't make it seem like we do so if you guys ever want to ask us something pretty much literally anything as long as it's not like nc17 just ask us on twitter (laughs) um eugene still checks the infendo discord that we had up so you can ask us there and just you know let us let us know we'd be happy to answer all your questions and, and give you all kinds of fun answers um but i think that's gonna do it for this episode we've already gone pretty long so uh we ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, God. And with that, bye-bye. <laughs> I didn't realize my Adios. alarm was going to go through the, through the speaker there. That'll teach us to start late. It was, late. It was uh, just in time. But um, Bob, uh, huh? perfect. You see Cut what I right did there? there? Cut it. Kill the recording. It's over. <laughs> That's, wait, wait, wait. We'll never do better than that. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Bye, guys.